WUKY presents health news you can use. It's Dr. Greg Davis on medicine. As fall becomes winter, we need to be thinking about not only the COVID-19 pandemic, but about influenza and respiratory syncytial virus. I recently spoke again with my colleague and friend, Dr. Vineet Arora, clinical microbiologist in the Department of Pathology and Laboratory Medicine here at UK, about the SARS-CoV-2 or COVID-19 pandemic, as well as influenza and the respiratory syncytial virus. Traditionally, this is the time when uh, what we call the respiratory viral season. And uh, with COVID, what has changed is that we have seen respiratory diseases throughout the year. There are some viruses which show some seasonal trends and uh, some which do not. Uh, the ones which showed seasonal trend, the most prominent among those is uh, flu. And now we are heading into the flu season. So there is a concern that uh, uh, based on what has been seen in the southern hemisphere, the trends that happen there are generally followed here. So there's a concern that we might see a, a bad flu season. And uh, uh, together with the ongoing COVID, uh, which has uh, shown us uh, the ability to uh, keep transforming and making new variants. Uh, there are uh, uh, some escape mutants uh, uh, still, uh, which are taking over from the previous uh, versions. And uh, the, as I said, the concern is that uh, this can increase the, uh, the disease uh, in the uh, community in general. Uh, the, the, I think the most significant part of this is that apart from these two, uh, there is a third uh, virus, uh, the, uh, which is called RSV, uh, respiratory syncytial virus. And that has uh, shown up uh, uh, earlier than it usually does, uh, uh, which happens generally towards uh, early winter, but it has shown uh, a little early, uh, at, at least a month earlier this season. So we're, we're worried about all these happening at the same time. Well, and, and I know RSV um, here at the University of Kentucky ha has manifested itself into a lot of admissions of children, and we usually associate RSV with our younger patients, but it's also affecting adults as well now. That That is true. And uh, as, as I said, the once the season has started early, and also uh, uh, the probability is that uh, since the last couple of years during the pandemic, we had uh, limited exposure and we had the less social interactions. And as we have moved into uh, more uh, normalcy with uh, better uh, social interactions with uh, amongst us, uh, the exposures have increased. So it's likely that uh, that is causing uh, the spread much more widespread. Uh, generally, kids get it uh, uh, during early stage of their life uh, uh, it, at schools or in daycares, and they are already they're all they're always uh, getting uh, repeat exposures and uh, do not get too sick. But uh, uh, probably because they did not get exposed, uh, and this is the first normal, uh, if we can call it, uh, school year after uh, the last two seasons. Uh, this is probably when the uh, the spread is much more. Uh, widespread, and we are seeing uh, that stress on the hospitals, pediatric hospitals and pediatric ICUs, which already were strained uh, uh, because of the lack of uh, uh, available skilled workforce uh, during the during the pandemic. So all these factors have combined to give us uh, give us a sense of uh, 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 worry 
uh, and we are seeing that uh, adults are also getting it. So we, we know that uh, kids are the most prone, but also the elderly uh, are uh, the segment of population uh, who are vulnerable to RSV. What can we be doing um, as we as we segue from fall into winter and we see these viruses on the horizon from the southern hemisphere's winters, the past winter's experience? What what can we be doing to protect ourselves and our loved ones? Uh, I, I think we, we have to understand that even though we may not be able to alleviate the risk completely, but we can do some uh, measures for risk mitigation. And these are the same uh, 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 things that we have been talking about. And uh, the, the first and foremost is uh, that these are not mutually exclusive. So you can actually get co-infected with uh, uh, two or more of these. Uh, so what we can do is we do have vaccines for uh, for COVID-19. We have boosters now, and anyone who is eligible, I would highly recommend uh, get their boosters so that even if they get infected, they will not uh, be having severe uh, disease. They will not be hospitalized or uh, the mortality will be low. So if you are not vaccinated, please uh, start with your primary doses. We do have a vaccine for flu and uh, that this is the right time uh, if you haven't uh, had it yet. Uh, as soon as you are able to uh, get the flu shot, if we can decrease the risk of both flu and COVID uh, severity, then we've already decreased the risk to a substantial extent because we know there is no vaccine yet for RSV, but uh, there is hope in the, in, the, in the future. There are some trials going on and hopefully by next fall, uh, we might have some good uh, candidates for vaccine for RSV, which will further hel uh, help us around. But in the meanwhile, uh, get your COVID and flu shot, uh, stay home and wear masks around others if you're sick, and uh, take care of the, the, the measures that we have gotten so used to now, like hand washing and uh, cleaning of surfaces. These are the uh, these are the basic uh, public health principles. If we follow them, I think we can decrease the risk uh, to a large extent. Well, Vineet, before we part, is there any additional information you would want our listeners to know about uh, the current state of our coronavirus pandemic and RSV and the flu? Uh, well, I, as I said, there are there there are a couple of uh, newer variants uh, which. Uh, are replacing the the uh, omicron uh, uh, lineages that were uh, that were uh, uh, rampant uh, but uh, these uh, uh, although these escape immunity better than the previous versions but they still uh, uh, do not uh, cause severe disease if we are completely vaccinated and uh, and boosted so i would say uh, we should not uh, get into a panic stage as i've always said uh, this is uh, to be aware of and so that we can uh, we can prepare. And I would say uh, uh, cautiously wait and watch, uh, look around. And if you see that uh, the numbers are increasing, then uh, just uh, make sure you, uh, uh, you increase your uh, guard uh, up. That's all. My thanks today to my colleague and friend, Dr. Vineet Arora, clinical microbiologist at UK Healthcare, for talking with us about the COVID-19 pandemic influenza, and respiratory syncytial virus. For more information, visit our website at wuky.org. With health news you can use, I'm Dr. Greg Davis on medicine. 
Dr. Greg Davis is a forensic pathologist at the University of Kentucky who volunteers his time to cover important medical news for our community. This program is available as a podcast at wuky.org.